Welcome to Lash Biz Babes, the podcast for solo beauty business owners who want to build a full clientele and create a business and life that they truly love. My name is Erica and I'm your host. I'm a lash artist turned beauty business coach and lash educator. And if you're new to the show, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. And if you are a return listener, welcome back. Thank you all so much for being here. I've been getting some messages lately from listeners Um, Just saying how much they love the show and, you know, that they've listened to it and they're obsessed with it and it's helping them so much and it just makes my heart so happy. You guys know if you've been listening to me for a while, I cry at everything. I would 10 out of 10 cry every time I get a message like that and I'm just so thankful. So thank you for being here truly. Um, I'm so grateful for you and just so grateful to have this podcast. It's seriously so fun for me. So thank you so much. Um, but today we are going to be talking about increasing bookings and sales and talking about some tangible tips and tricks and strategies that you can walk away from this episode and start implementing immediately. I, you know, I've also been getting messages in my DMs and seeing a lot of comments online about being nervous about sales slowing down and bookings slowing down and Um, you know, just getting really nervous for things. So I thought this would be a good topic for this week just to help you, you know, brainstorm some ideas, you know, get some fresh perspectives and be hopefully be able to help you continue to guide your business forward and feel empowered while you do so. If you listen to my recession episode, Recession Proofing Your Beauty Business, I talked about, you know, what happens when we like guide our business from a place of fear versus like abundance and confidence. So when you're like guiding your business from a place of fear, we kind of shut down and we don't make the best decisions all the time. And we're just like operating from fear and nervousness. And it's hard to like expand and grow your business and scale your business when you're operating from that place of fear. So one of the things that I hope you walk away from episodes like this from just more ideas and more confidence and just feeling more empowered to continue to guide your business from a place of empowerment and confidence and like, I can freaking do this. So I hope that's what this episode will be for you. Um, we're just going to jump right into it. I've got a whole list of things that I want to talk about, so... I'm going to try and get through them all without talking forever. So let's go for it. Number one, and I hope that a majority of you are already doing this, but in case you're not or in case it's not working well or whatever, let's talk about it. So number one, always ask your current clients to book their next fill or their next appointment at the end of their current appointment. So before they leave your space, no matter what service you're doing on them, ask them to rebook their next appointment so that you can get them on their books or get them on your books before they leave and before they could potentially forget to rebook, especially with lash clients. What happens with this is they get, you know, they don't rebook immediately. They either forget or they get two or three weeks out, even sometimes four or five weeks out. And they're like, oh yeah, I need a lash fill. And then they try and book last minute. Something goes wrong with their schedule, your schedule, and it doesn't work out. Sometimes you have to go to somewhere else or other times they're just like, well, whatever, all my lashes are almost gone anyway. So always get them back on your books or at least always be asking them to book their next appointment while they're still in your space before you walk away or before they walk away. Um, 
And this can be kind of nerve-wracking at first, especially if you're newer or you're not as confident doing this. But I promise you, it's not salesy. It's not pushy. And it's going to help you get people back and increase your return rate. And it gets easier the more you do it. It just becomes second nature. You're not even going to think about it. And it's not going to be a big deal. I think it's one of those little things that we just overthink too much sometimes. But I promise you, like when I started doing this, it made a world of difference in my bookings. So here's a few different ways that you can do this. The way I liked to phrase it was asking them, do you want to schedule your next fill now or wait and see what your schedule's like? Personally, from my own consumer perspective, I like to have an out as a consumer. Like I don't want to feel like super pressured. So that's why I like to include the or wait to see what your schedule is like. You don't even have to do that. You could just ask them, hey, do you want to get your next fill book do you want to get your next appointment booked let's get you on the books before my schedule fills up however you want to phrase it I like to give them like a you know because a lot of people sometimes they don't even know what their schedule's like whatever anyway I'm not going to go on too long of a tangent about that but I like to give them both of the options and a majority of the time I'd say about 95% of the time my clients would rebook I had like maybe a handful of people who said let me let me see what my schedule's like so it was really beneficial for me the next thing or the next way you can do this is recommending when they should come back and this is especially for first time clients whether it's their first time getting that service done or their first time to you for that service you know recommending hey I recommend you come back in two to three weeks so we can see how your lashes did and we can adjust anything if needed and you know let's get you on my schedule So you're letting them know when they need to come back because clients, they don't always know when. And if you're not telling them, they're going to guess on their own or find out from somewhere else or just completely not know. So you always want to make sure to recommend when they should come back into you, no matter what service it is that you're offering. And then the next way you can do this is letting them know, okay, I'm booking out three weeks ahead right now. I'm booking out two weeks ahead right now. Would you like to get your next appointment scheduled to make sure that you get the day and time that you want? So those are a few different ways that you can be incorporating this at the end of each service and getting people scheduled before they leave. So I recommend doing that every time. If a client doesn't rebook, then you're going to want to reach out to them um, about a week or two later check in with them, follow up with them. How are things going? How are the lashes? How is the spray tan? Um, you know, and then ask them to reschedule if they didn't already reach out to you first to do so. So, you know, you can ask them how they are. How is it going? How was the service? Do you have any questions on aftercare? Okay, awesome. Let's get you rescheduled. When would you like to come back in? Or I've got this spot, this spot, or this spot open next week which time works the best for you. Some simple, easy ways to get people back in your chair that are already clients of yours. Um, The next thing that you can do is to always, always, always be looking ahead at your schedule. So I would look at mine in two-week increments to see what openings we had for myself or for the lash artist who worked underneath of me. And... This was so that I didn't find myself last minute being like, oh my gosh, we have five openings this week and I don't know how I'm going to get them filled last minute. So if you're looking ahead, 
one week ahead, two weeks ahead, even three weeks ahead, then you can say, okay, I have openings on this day, this day, this day, wherever, and start being proactive on getting those spots filled instead of looking at your schedule the week of and being like, well, crap, I don't know what I'm going to do about all these empty spots this week. So always look ahead at your schedule. Um, it's easier to get those spots filled one or two weeks ahead of time than to try and fill them last minute or the week of. So that being said, some ways that you can get those spots filled, you can reach out to past clients or clients who haven't rebooked yet um, because it's easier to book in clients who already know and like you than to book in completely new ones. So this would be people like, oh, I took a break from lashes or, you know, they had some reason they had to get lashes off, maybe for a surgery or whatever their reasoning is. You know, you had a good client service provider relationship with them, but they don't or they're not currently coming in for services. And this can even be like reaching out to past clients, like maybe they got lashes for a while and they became allergic or something and they're not getting lashes done, but maybe you also do like facials and spray tans. Maybe you could reach out to them and invite them to come in for a different service. So be thinking about that. That is a really great way to get people to come back in is to be reaching out to them. So you can either reach out to them individually. How I personally would go about doing this is being like, hey, how are you doing? Um, you know, how are things going? It's been a while. Would love to catch up. I've got some full set openings coming up next week. If you would like to come in, I'd love to see you. Really easy way to reach out to them. Um, you know, even if it's not lashes, you know, I've got some new client openings. I've got some spray tan openings next week. If you'd like to come in for a tan, let me know. I would love to see you again. Really easy way to do that. Another way that you can be reaching out and keeping in contact with past clients and even current clients is through an email list or like a monthly newsletter. So you're able to keep in contact with all your clients, past or present, and it consistently reminds all of your clients or even potentially interested clients whose email might be on your list, if you have a list. But anyway, it constantly reminds all these clients about you and has the potential to get them to come back in. And this can also be a really great way if you've got some openings, you know, you're looking ahead at your schedule, you see that you've got openings in a couple of weeks coming up. So you're like, okay, I'm gonna send out an email blast and let everybody know I've got spots open in two weeks, if you've been thinking about coming to get an appointment, get this booked because they're going to fill up quick or however you want to word it. But then you can be like, okay, I've got spots in two weeks. I'm going to send out an email. And you've got all these really warm leads who are already interested in your services. They like you. They know who you are. They potentially already trust you as a service provider. All these things, this no like trust factor, and then they can easily book with you. So that's another great way. If an email list seems overwhelming, I totally understand that. I have an episode on the podcast with Claire Hooper. If you haven't listened to that one yet, it is amazing. Full of some really great tips and tricks and information about email marketing. 
I highly recommend you go back and listen to that one. I can't remember which episode number it is, but if you scroll back just a little ways, you'll be able to find it. It talks all about email lists, how to get it started, you know, how to make sure it's not overwhelming, all those things. Claire's so amazing with all of that, and she gave us some great insight on email lists. So you can go back and listen to that. But an email list, a newsletter, it's a really great way to be keeping in contact with clients past and present. Another way that you can increase bookings is to ask clients directly for referrals. So a lot of times when I see solo BD business owners, when they have a referral program, they tell their clients about it once and don't bring it up again. Or they post about it on social media and think that that's going to be enough to get referrals. And while sometimes it can be, you can get a couple referrals here and there from it, I found that when I started talking and asking my clients directly face-to-face during their appointments for referrals that it really increased the amount of referrals that I was actually getting coming in. So with social media, not everybody sees it. It's not as direct. They're just kind of like, okay, they scroll past it, forget about it, whatever. When you're asking them face-to-face saying, hey, I've got some new client spots opening up. I'd love to have any family or friends of yours come in for XYZ service. It's just a lot more direct, a lot more personal, and they're more likely to take that and do something with it. And also, you can offer like a small referral discount if you'd like to. Kind of up to you because it's your business and you get to run it the way that you want to. Um, But just communicating things directly to your clients, big game changer right there. Um, But I found a lot of times loyal clients would refer their family or friends without even an incentive just because they really love you that much. So just keep that in mind, especially if you've got some loyal clients already. Another thing that you can do is ask clients directly for reviews. And this is again, you know, I see a lot of people post on social media, which isn't a bad thing by any means. I just found it wasn't as effective as when I was like texting them directly and being like, hey, I would love to get a review from you. Here's the link. Like, thank you so much for being a client of mine. I really appreciate you. Or you can ask them in person for a review and you can have like a QR code for the link or you can text it to them, however you want to do it, um, and link them to your Google My Business page so that you can get Google reviews from your clients. And then what you can do from there is take that Google review, create a graphic in Canva from it. So if you've never heard of Canva before, it's C-A-N-V-A, and it's like a graphic design website, super user-friendly, even if you've never made graphics before really easy to use. They have templates. You can go in there, type in Instagram review. It'll pull up like the Instagram post size with templates that are reviews. You can go in there, copy and paste their review onto the graphic, change the font if you need to, change the colors to your brand colors, and download it and post it. It's so easy to use. So you can take those reviews from Google, create a graphic in Canva from them, and then you can post that review onto other platforms as well from there. So this is called repurposing content. So you can take that review, post it to Instagram, post it to Facebook. If you post it to Instagram, you can put it on your stories and then have a reviews highlight 
bubble on your page I feel like those are really helpful because clients do want to see reviews like potential clients want to read reviews so if they're finding you on social media we want to make sure that there's reviews really easily found they shouldn't have to go scrolling for them so I love to have that reviews highlight bubble makes it super easy for them and you can repurpose reviews from Facebook even and do the same thing put it in a Canva graphic and then put it on your Instagram page save it on that highlight bubble, however you want to do it, but repurposing this kind of content is very effective and helpful. So the next thing that you can do is just to update your Google My Business page. Now, if you don't have a Google My Business page, let me explain what it is, but if you do have a Google My Business page, I'm going to guess you probably haven't updated it lately and it's going to be really beneficial for you to do so. So let's talk about this a little bit more. So Google My Business is basically Google's business directory. So you know when you Google like a local business, so say you were looking for hair salons in your area, so you type in like hair salons near me or like if you lived in Dallas, Texas and you typed in like hair salons Dallas, Texas and then at the very top of the search results page you know how it'll have like the map with the list of like businesses like hair salons and then it'll have the map and show you where they are in the map so when you list your business on google my business it helps or it allows you to pop up in the search results on this map so basically it puts you in their business directory and it lists you on google maps and it helps you get found by local potential clients so much easier And without a lot of extra effort on your part either, I like to call it basically like attracting clients on autopilot because it takes very minimal effort and you get quite a bit of return from it, especially if you're being consistent and you have your page set up well and all of that. So Google My Business, if you don't have one, I would highly recommend getting one set up ASAP. It's super easy to do. You can just Google Google My Business. It'll pop up with the website and it walks you through it step by step with the setup. So if you have a home salon or a home studio and you don't want your home address listed on Google, which I don't blame you, I wouldn't want that either. What you can do is there is an option to where you can make it just for like your area. So it doesn't have like an exact address, but it'll be for like they're in this city basically. So you'll still have to, I believe how this is how it works, you'll still have to list your address or put in your address when you make your account and Google sends you a poke hope a poco a postcard oh my goodness sends you a postcard with a verification code that you have to input so that they can verify your business address but it won't list it online so it'll walk you through it it's pretty like step by step easy to figure out um but i highly recommend google my business it was the second best place that i got clients from so i always got the most clients from instagram followed by google my business and facebook so big believer in google my business it was amazing easy way to increase your bookings without putting in a ton of extra effort you know the difference between social media and google is that clients who find you on google like they're ready to book. They are actively looking for someone to book with right then and there. So if you can get found on Google and you have a well set up page and especially if you have online booking, it makes your life so much easier. You can really get those 
bookings on autopilot. I remember getting bookings while I was walking through Target. I would get bookings at like 4 a.m. in the morning. I'd be playing with my kids and get like back-to-back new client bookings from Google. Like seriously, so amazing for my business. I highly recommend it. Um, And, you know, once you get on there, it's just about getting found, having a well set up page. It's informative. It's got all that information they're looking for on it. Easy to understand. And like, especially if you have online booking. So if you're going to set up a Google My Business page, I'd highly recommend having online booking because it's so much easier and convenient for the clients. And it's just going to increase your bookings a lot faster. So when I first started my Google My Business page, I didn't start using Google My Business till like January of 2020 when I restarted my clientele after I moved and I didn't have any clients. So when I first started it, I updated my Google My Business page one to two times a week minimum until I started getting good traction from it. So until it until I started getting bookings from it and messages from it and calls from it. And then once I got that good traction established, then I kept it up to date about two to three times minimum per month. So Google likes it when you keep it up to date And so you're going to want to keep up with it, which is kind of like, oh man, I just, I have to learn a new platform. But A, it's not very hard to learn. It's pretty user-friendly. And B, like I said, it's not a lot of effort. You're not having to post on it every day and you can repurpose content from other platforms onto it. So when you start your page or even if you already have one, but maybe you haven't been posting to it. So it's kind of like a social media page in the way that you can post, like make posts and post photos and like captions and things. And like you can create events if you have an event or like a training or something coming up. So um, keeping it up to date, Google likes it when you do that, but you can take your posts that you've already posted on like Instagram or Facebook and like take your content from there and literally copy and paste it and put it on your Google page. Like that's how easy it is to repurpose content onto Google and just to be able to keep up with Google. So it's less eff- like not a lot of effort, but still seeing that return back from bookings. So if you don't have a Google My Business page or maybe you do have a Google My Business page and it's not getting you as many bookings as you would like to see, I do have a little mini Google My Business Masterclass. It goes over literally everything you need to know in depth. So we've just done a little overview of it on today's episode. This class goes really in depth on setup, how to get found on Google, how to make sure your page is really well set up, um, what information needs to be included, repurposing content, what content to post, Um, Oh my gosh, all kinds of things. It um, comes with the hour-long masterclass, and then it has an action steps to-do list, a social media content guide, and you also get lifetime access to this course, including any future updates that are made to it. So it's a pretty small investment. It's only $47 and you get to keep it for life and all the updates. So I would highly recommend that if you're interested in getting started on Google My Business or getting more traction on your page, this is a really great option for you. Um, But the next thing moving on that you can do to increase this one specifically for sales, so increase your sales, is to have service add-ons and or retail for your existing clients so service add-ons this doesn't necessarily mean you have to bring in like a huge other service or like learn a completely new service this could be like small things like a brow wax a brow tint a hydrogelly mask a lip mask like a spray tan like 
little things that you can do to add on to your existing clients or you can also add retail. Um, Now with retail, you can obviously have things that pertain to your services like aftercare products, products that are going to help them take care of the service they've had done. But you can also add in just little things that your clientele demographic would be interested in. So let's say you have like a lot of moms as clients like this was me I had a lot of mom clients so I added in some like accessories that I thought they would be interested in so I had little cute like mama necklaces I had like scrunchies trying to think of what else I had I can't think of anything else off the top of my head but just like little things so I got um, some wholesale accounts the one I like to use the most is called orange shine and you do need all your business licensing and your sales tax Um, certificate from your state to be able to set up a wholesale account with them but you can find the wholesale accounts online get things tax-free and get wholesale orders for that cheaper price and then resell them at a higher price and obviously include charge them sales tax and sell retail so retail that's a really great option for existing clients and usually when I talk about this the first thing that comes up with people is like well I'm scared of being salesy I don't want to be pushy but let me tell you something your fear of being salesy is holding you back it does not serve you it does not serve your clients whatsoever you know your clients they do want to know how to take care of their lashes or whatever service they've just had done by you They want to know how to take care of their investment and it's way more convenient for them to purchase what they need to do so at their appointments rather than having to go out and find it themselves or rather than having to like go out and try and figure out how they're supposed to take care of their lashes by themselves because if you are not telling them and showing them and telling them which products to buy, they're going to go look for that information somewhere else and potentially get bad recommendations or incorrect aftercare instructions. So this is on you as the professional, like they want to know how. I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast before or not, but if I have, you're going to hear it again because I tell it a lot now. So I have braces on currently. I've had them on for a little over a year and a half now. When I first got them on to the office I go to, it was originally one office and then got bought out by a new one. And like the doctor changed, the staff changed, like everything. So I absolutely love the office I go to now. The doctor and his staff, they're all amazing and super friendly and great. But the original office that I was seeing before they got bought out was not as great. (laughs) And I certainly say that because when I got my braces on, I think the girl must have been having a bad day or something. Like, I'm not going to totally fault her with it, but she wasn't super nice that day. Um, And... She didn't explain how to take care of my braces to me. I'm like, I've never had this before. This is like a pretty, I would say, hefty investment, you know, three, four thousand dollars on your teeth. Like, yeah, that's a little bit of an investment. And so it was like, I want to know how to take care of these. Like, I've never had them before. I don't want to break a bracket off or something or like do something wrong. But she didn't explain to me how to take care of them. And then when I asked her, she was like kind of grumpy about it and explained to me like just really bare basics of what to do. And then I was like, okay, well, like, do you guys have because she was talking about some flosser things. I was like, okay, do you guys have some of those on hand that I can buy? She was like, oh, no, like we're out of them. We don't have any here. Just go to Walmart and buy some. 
it's like, okay, I can do that. But then I ended up having to go home, watch YouTube videos to try and figure out how to take care of my braces because I didn't feel well informed. I didn't feel like empowered to be able to take care of my investment. And then I had to go buy products from somebody else. Like It would have been such a better experience and so much more easy and convenient had I've been given the correct instructions and full instructions and had the option to just get everything I needed at my appointment. And so after that experience, I was like, wow, this totally applies to lashes too, because like our clients want to know how to take care of their investment. And like from a consumer perspective, like, yeah, they're making a big investment into their beauty services. They want to know how to take care of that. They want to know how to make that last. They want to take care of it. And will every single client buy aftercare products? Probably not. But the ones who do, do purchase. So if you're not asking, you're not even giving them the opportunity to make a purchase or you're not giving yourself the opportunity to make more sales. And really sales is service. You are benefiting their lives and solving problems for them in exchange for compensation. Like you're making their lives better and then being paid in return for that. So Sales is service. Your fear of sales, your fear of being salesy is holding you back. And I would love to encourage you to not let it hold you back any longer. Um, another little story for you. I used to work in retail while I was in aesthetic school. And one of the boutiques I worked at wasn't a really high-end boutique, but it was like a little bit of a step up from like your typical just run-of-the-mill ones. So anyway, they gave us a lot of sales training throughout my time working there. And one of the things they wanted us to do was to talk to every single person who came through the door, have a genuine conversation with them, like learn their name and try and see what they were shopping for kind of thing. And it was kind of like when I was working retail, I was still pretty timid at this point. You know, I'm in aesthetic school. I'm still pretty young. I was like 19 at the time, 18, 19. And it was kind of like, what is, do I really have to talk to everybody? And I kind of feel like that's the same way with beauty services. It's like, do I have to talk to everyone about retail? Do I have to talk to everyone about aftercare? Like, do I have to make those recommendations? And then what I learned with working at this studio or this, sorry, this retail store was just that, you know, there were people that I was originally had decided in my head, like, they're not going to buy anything. I'm not going to talk to them or I'm not going to put as much effort into talking to them who ended up buying like $500 worth of things after I did finally like go over and get up the confidence to go talk with them more. So that really taught me that it's like, yeah, talk to everybody about it. Maybe not everyone's going to buy, but the ones that do, you just never know. Like there was just one particular um, guest in that store that just really surprised me. Like she was really quiet, didn't really say much when we first talked to her. But once we, you know, struck up a conversation with her a few minutes later, she was like, yeah, I'm going on my honeymoon. I, you know, I I want to look cute. I want to feel confident. I'm really not sure what to wear. But she literally ended up spending $500 on new outfits. And it was like, what if we hadn't tried or talked to her about it? Then we would have missed out on that huge sale. And she would have missed out on the opportunity to like have someone help her figure out what to wear on her honeymoon so that she could feel cute and confident. So really, this it all applies to lashes and beauty services too. It's like they want your help and you're helping them and you're receiving compensation in return. 
And it doesn't have to be like a scary, sleazy, pushy, salesy kind of thing. It can be a genuine, heartfelt, like service-based exchange. You're making their life better. So there's my little tangent on like sales and sales, um, you know, just the way we approach them. Um, but one of the ways that I love to sell more aftercare is to let it come up naturally in conversation during the appointment or while I'm giving them aftercare instructions. So this can, like one of the ways I would phrase this would be like, you know, like the, one of the most important things that you need to do to take care of your lashes is to keep them clean. And we offer aftercare kits for $15 that include everything that you need to do to keep them clean. You know, it's got the brush, it's got the lash shampoo, it's specially formulated for lash extensions. So it keeps the lashes super clean. You know, it smells like roses. It, you know, on and on about the lash shampoo and why it's the best option for cleaning your lashes. But it just, I let it flow naturally with the instructions I was giving. You know, like, okay, the most important thing you need to do for aftercare is keep your lashes clean. We sell aftercare kits. Like, it wasn't just like a, I'm going to let them assume I offer that, or I'm just not going to say anything, or, you know, any of that. Like, brought it into the conversation, tied it into what we were already talking about. So I feel like that worked really well. This could also be something like if they are like a side sleeper, a stomach sleeper, and you have like the masks for lashes, that would help them you know, if they're a side sleeper or a stomach sleeper, they could wear this mask at night and it's going to help them lose less lashes. So if they bring that up, you'd be like, oh yeah, I've got this mask that I sell. It's, you know, $10, $12, whatever. And it's really going to be beneficial for you to help you lose less lashes while you're sleeping. So you can still sleep on your stomach. You know, it's just bringing it up naturally. You're solving like the problems and the pain points that that they are having through like your retail products. So let it come up naturally in the conversation. Another thing that I learned when I worked for like um, a franchise studio, they always loved for us to walk them over to the retail shelves, like physically walk them over there, show them products, recommend products to them. They also really liked us to get the products in the person's hands physically, like so they could tangibly touch them. I felt like that was a good thing for things like the travel brushes like the travel lash wands so that they could like play with it and see how it worked and stuff so that is another option as well walk them over there show them the products recommend what you think would be the best options for them and let them decide it's not like you're forcing them to buy anything you're just giving them the option so there is that idea um another idea that you can utilize to increase bookings is to book existing clients in for a different service so say let's you offer like facials and waxing spray tans teeth whitening lashes whatever else you know you offer more than one service and you have like a lash extension client like hey you know i see you like you're going on this trip next week you want to come in and get a spray tan beforehand i've got this opening on this day let me know if you'd like to book it really easy way you know get book them in for a different service so that you can get your books filled more consistently with people that you already know like you and trust you and want to pay your prices. 
Um, another way that you can increase bookings is to cross promote and network with another local beauty pro. So this works the best if it, they are in the beauty industry, but they don't offer the same services as you. So for example, the building I worked in had mostly other lash artists in it, but there was a microblading girl in there. So I would send clients to her. She'd send clients to me. She even came to me for a little while and then I also traded hair and lashes with a hairstylist. She'd send clients to me. I'd send clients to her. I'd post about her on my social media page, like on my story when I got my hair done. She'd post about me on her story when she got her lashes done, and we'd both get clients from that. So you're basically getting in front of more local people who are interested in beauty services and willing to pay for beauty services by just networking with another established local beauty professional. So this is a really great way to cross promote, get in front of more local people and refer clients to each other. And this also works well even if you are offering the same services. So, you know, I have a couple lash besties that are local. We send clients to each other all the time. So even if they do offer the same services, I feel like it works more effectively if they don't, but it still is an opportunity. Like network with local businesses, even outside of the beauty industry, be sending people to each other. It's one of the best ways that word of mouth works, in my opinion. I got more clients from that than like referrals necessarily like on their own because it is a type of referral just not always from your clients per se so the next one is to post openings on your stories I feel like a lot of people already do this but let's talk about it a little bit more so posting openings on your stories if you're looking ahead two weeks ahead start posting those openings sooner because people need to be like seeing it more often and knowing that those are open so that you can have more time to get those spots filled. So, so you know, sometimes you're going to have last minute ones that pop up, throw those on your stories. That's great. You know, hopefully someone takes those spots, but the more time you can give them the, and the more time you can give yourself, like that's great. So I would look ahead, post those on your stories. You can post them on your page. Even I've done that before. This works the best though, when you have an established local following online. So you have local people who are following you, people who are interested in beauty services, people who are local to you, people who can afford the expense of beauty services, you know, they value them, they're willing to pay for them. If you have an audience online, you know, your Instagram followers, your Facebook followers, your your TikTok followers, this is when posting your stories, posting your openings on your stories or your page will work and be the most effective. So if you don't have like a good local following already, I have an online course called Audience Growth Accelerator that is everything you need to know to build your local following, explode your local following, get seen by local potential clients daily, and just really get your name out there online in your area and attract those ideal clients. That course goes over growing your audience, connecting with them, optimizing your social media pages to get found in searches. It talks about content creation, what to post, how to post it, everything. There's so much in this course. It's my favorite online course that I offer. So I'm going to put the link for that and the Google My Business Masterclass in the show notes if you're interested in getting more details about it and joining any, either one of those courses. I would highly recommend it if you want to get more local followers and basically just more local eyes on your page and like seeing your posts consistently, which is honestly the number one thing you need to be able to build your following or sorry, build your clientele online. 
Because even if you have a really great page with great content, great work, all the things, if local people aren't seeing that, you know, people who could potentially book with you, you're not going to get a lot of bookings from it. So local followers are super important. This is what Audience Growth Accelerator is all about. But posting your openings and your stories, this is honestly like a bare minimum effort kind of thing. Like, yes, it is something you can do. It's an option to utilize. I feel like it's less effective than other methods. You know, it's still an option, but this is bare minimum. I want you to be a little more proactive than just posting those openings on your stories. Um, But still keep in mind, it is an option for you. It does work, especially when you have those local followers already. So the next thing you can do is tag your clients in their pictures that you post or tag them in your stories when you post their pictures. Because when you do this and you're interacting with them consistently online, they're more likely to post you or repost their picture on their page. And then that gets you in front of all their local followers too and all their friends and family as well. So that can be a great way, you know, tag them. Then they're like, oh, I want to, I'm going to share that to my stories great that's awesome you know especially if you're just even interacting with your clients online so that they know what your page is they're interacting with you they're more like prone to want to post about you because you interact with them there so you know I see a lot of people are like I don't follow my clients back I would never that I am not too good for that I follow everybody back all my clients back like last artist back that's just what how I've decided to run my business if that's not for you then that's great if it doesn't feel aligned but honestly I feel like following my clients back interacting with them there it continues to grow and develop that connection and that relationship with them and helps them be more loyal of a client and also helps them want to talk about me on social media more too which is great because then you can be getting in front of their local followers their friends and family and potentially getting clients from that. Um, The next thing that you can do is you can search keywords in local Facebook groups. So local mom groups, local yard sale groups, local events pages, recommendations pages. So you can search inside of the groups. You don't want to search all of Facebook, but search inside your local groups for keywords. So if you offer lash extensions, you can search for lashes or lash extensions, or if you offer, like maybe you specialize in blonding services, like blonde hair, like hairstylists, or uh, spray tans, luminary, gel nails, whatever it is you offer, search for those keywords in your local Facebook groups, and then you can filter it to um, list it by the most recent posts, and you can comment on recent posts within like the last two to three weeks, who are looking for recommendations for those services. So even if they've already found someone or even if there's already a ton of comments on that post, still comment on there because other people will be able to see that and read that and see your name as a service provider for lashes. And you could potentially not only get that person who's looking for the recommendation, but other people in the group. And when you comment on there, you want to make sure you're leaving a clickable link. So don't just say, this is my Instagram username, go look me up. You want to give them the actual link that they can click on to your website, to your social media pages, wherever you want to redirect them to. So it makes it easier for them because especially when they do get a ton of comments on these recommendation posts, they're not going to go manually look every single one of those up. The first thing they're going to do is go in and click on the ones that have links. So always leave a clickable link on these. Um, But the more you comment on these types of posts in these local Facebook groups, the more the Facebook algorithm is going to start picking them 
out for you and putting them at the top of your newsfeed for you. So basically the algorithm says she always comments on these types of posts about these topics, like looking for lashes. And, you know, she always interacts with them. Obviously, she's interested in those posts. So we're going to take those and put them at the top of her feed for her. That's how the algorithm works. It depends on your engagement and what you're interacting with because they want to put the most relevant things to you and most relevant to what you want to see at the top to try and keep you on the app longer. So the more you come on these, the more Facebook is going to pick them out for you and make your life so much easier with finding these. So that's all about local Facebook groups. I've talked about so many different things that you can get off this episode and go to immediately afterwards. You know, don't overwhelm yourself, but pick out a couple start implementing them, start utilizing them. You know, maybe the first couple of times it doesn't work out that great, tweak it, try again. I don't want you to give up. I want you to keep trying and I want you to see what works the best for you. See what phrasing works the best for you. See which clients are the most like interactive with you and want to help you out the most. And like, you know, because sometimes if you even just talk to clients like, hey, I've, you know, I've really got some open spots coming up. You know, they they already love you. They want to help you out. So, you know, talk about it. I feel like that's the most underutilized sales technique is just talking about it more. Talking about the services that you offer. Talking about the retail products you have. Talking about the aftercare products that you have. Like, what do you offer to people? How do you serve them? And this is not even just with your current clients or like online even, you know, in your content that you're posting, in your stories that you're posting, but also like in your in-person interactions. Like, do people know what you do? Because if they don't, you should probably tell them and talk about it. This can also be true in places like the gas station, the post office, freaking the DMV. I talked to the DMV girl about lashes one time because she told me she really liked my lashes. And I was like, hey, thanks. I do lashes too. Like, I would love to, you know, do your lashes for you and like gave her a card. And like, it's just talking about it. That really is one of the best ways to increase your bookings and your sales. Talk about it more. So with social media kind of shifting gears just a little bit with social media your main daily to-do tasks are going to be to get seen by local potential clients you want to be getting in front of people get on their screens who could potentially book with you you want to communicate how you serve your clients and why you're the best option to go to you know what's that experience like why is it so quality what sets you apart from other people what are they going to love about coming to you what do your current clients love about coming to you like talking about these things, like communicating these things. And then the third thing is having a really well set up page and a smooth booking process. So it's understandable. It makes sense to someone who doesn't know anything about your services. It's easy for them. It's convenient for them. It's got online booking. They can find it all super easy and it just flows. So this is what you want. You got to get seen by them. You got to tell them why they need to come to you ASAP and you have to make it easy for them to book with you. When you have those three things, that grows the momentum of building your clientele online. And I promise you it makes a difference when you are implementing all three of those things daily and always evolving to try and do your best to tweak it and try again or fine-tune your process with things, fine-tune your messaging and your content, fine-tuning like how easy your page is to navigate, things like that. Like fine-tuning, you know, you're interacting with local clients, things like that. 
So I hope this episode was really helpful for you to get some more ideas on how to increase your bookings, how to increase your sales so that you can walk away, you know, maybe brainstorm some more ideas, tweak these a little bit so it fits you and your business and it feels authentic to you and just really help you walk away feeling empowered. Like, okay, this is my business. I am in control. Like take that power back from the fear and freaking do it, freaking go for it, and be the amazing business owner that I know that you are. Um, thank you so much for being here. If you found this episode helpful or it really resonated with you, I'd love for you to share it with um, your friends in the beauty industry so that we can continue to grow the podcast and help more business owners, solo business owners in the industry. You know, one of the best things, oh my gosh, one of the best things I have in this industry that I've, I don't know if it's really an accomplishment necessarily, but one of my favorite things that's come from being in the beauty industry are the friendships and connections that I've made and having those Lash Besties, having those beauty business besties, like seriously is the best. I went to Lash Bash Utah over the weekend. I got to meet so many amazing people and hang out with my Lash Besties. It was amazing. And you're just having that community behind you. If you don't have that already, I, you know, reach out, follow me on Instagram. I'll follow you back. Um, And let's be there for each other because it's seriously the best. And I just want you to know that you are loved and you are appreciated. And there's so much room here for you in the industry and you're very needed inside of it. Um, So if we aren't friends on Instagram, let's change that. I'll put my link in the show notes below. But you can find me at XO Erica Schramm. And I'll put all the links for everything we've talked about today in the show notes. If you guys have questions on anything, if you have any comments or um, anything at all, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram or TikTok. I love hearing from you guys and, you know, just hearing how much the podcast has impacted you and helped you. And um, I just really appreciate you all. So thank you so much. Hope you guys have a great week and I will see you back again next week.